Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenge is holding on. Cut glory for Kablenge. But it is all heart style Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. Well, how good is the ball? It's been a massive week. Uh, we've been pretty busy here on the Green Light on Premier Racing Podcast, obviously with the bonus edition as well, focusing on uh, the Warrnambool Cup meeting for the, uh, the Wednesday night just gone and, and obviously Sandown Park as well where we had a very special guest, Noel Muckerman, on and he gave a good push for McInerney. I tipped it on top and bang, 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 away it went to get the job done. But speaking of the ball, my co-host Corey Smith makes a a pretty good attempt of uh, having a good time down at Warnable. Tuesday's gallops, Wednesday's gallops and dogs, Thursday's gallops and Friday's recovery. And he's been good enough to join us on recovery. How are you, Corey? Yeah, I, you only just got me here, I reckon, James. I'm uh, I'm not far off a nap, but no, I couldn't miss the green light on Premier Racing Podcast. So I had a few people come up to me at the ball and go, you're not the co-host of uh, Green Light on Premier Racing with James Vandermart, are you? So it, we're going global. That's mate, I'm not too sure if there was too many people saying that, but uh, thanks anyway. But hey, Corey, um, you're, you're a good man because I, I gave you a bell just before and I said, Corey, are you up to coming on the show? And look, we'll just do something very basic. And you said, look, Jimmy, I, I'm, I'm ready to go pretty much, but um, I'm going to let you off and, and just do half a show this week. Does that sound all right? That sounds wonderful to me, mate. Music to my ears. <laughs> nah, you're a man. You're, you're battling, and I thought we'd look after you. Run of the week. Run of the week time. Straight off the top, it was my Neo from last week's meeting, and this is how he went about it from the cherry. Racing and My Leo out fast on the inside. The lead from Vaderbale settling down. They were followed then by Shiver Pearl. Next on the inside, Studley going forward. Out of the straight, it's My Neo, the leader. Led by a length and a half to two. Vaderbale followed by Studley third. Five length, Shiver Pearl followed by Spring Beyond. Well back in the race there came Austin Adrian back at the tail. Would have been Zylus Bale. There's one tail off. That's Wardrum Express coming up the back straight. And My Neo, the favourite, does it well. Clear over Vaderbale. Followed then by Studley. Up the home rally there. My Neo clear. My Neo is too good for Vaderbale, third is Studley. They were followed then by Shimmer Pearl and then came Orson Avery. Well, there was absolutely nothing wrong with that run, my Neo. About 29.86 was the amended run. He jumped beautifully, used the inside draw and just did everything right. And it was a little bit like a sparring match between me and Corey Smith because I like my Neo. I also like Jarek Bale, but you're in the uh, in the corner of my Neo this week, Corey. Yeah, look, I... I say this to you most weeks, but I don't envy you selecting the run of the week because uh, with City Racing, the premier racing product, we uh, we get plenty of good runs of the week. So Jarek Bale was obviously super as well from uh, from the inside draw, and yeah, we we said it last week. He, he got his right uh, he got his right distance, his right box, and he's very very hard to beat when he's uh, when conditions suit. But my Neo, if he's not in your black book, I suggest putting him in there because uh, what a future he has had. Hunters Punting Club. Well, this is about all we're going to get from you this week, uh, Corey, is a Punters Punting Club, mate. I'm letting you off doing 12 races of form, and I just wanted one certainty. Have you got one certainty that you can load up on for the Punters Punting Club? Now, I thought I'd uh, I'd mix it up a little bit. As as the listeners, the loyal listeners, the family would know, I'm usually just a $50 the win bet on something. I'm going to have a two-bet strategy in a race. So hear me out here. I've got race four, 
I'm going to have $40 on Gypsy Wyong. She's a, she's obviously a superstar, won four Group 1 races, I think it is off the top of my head. But I'm also going to have $10 to win on West Star Eileen at any old odds. And I'll tell you why. Handsome Rhino is in five, and he, he will use a bit of the track. And I think, think West Star Eileen looks to be the leader. Vacant box three, Gypsy Wyong in box two. I think if she can get out in front and highball, and any, if anything happens behind her, uh, then we can get the win at any old odds. But Gypsy Wyong is obviously going to be very, very hard to beat in what's actually a, a very good race. But how good's the free-for-all as well? Jimmy Boy, Lala Kiwi's back. Dasha Sen's one of my favourites, so it's a big night of racing at the Meadows. Mate, you sound to me like a, a punter who's been battling all week chasing roughies down at Warnable, and you're still using that <laughs> method at the Meadows. <laughs> well, oh, you've, you've, you've nailed me in one there, mate. Uh, well, mate, thanks for coming on. We're going to let you run. You don't even sound like the same person. So recover, and we'll get you back on next week. <laughs> no worries. Hopefully I'll, uh, I'll be in a bit better shape and uh, be ready for the new CEO starting on Monday. Saturday's preview. Saturday night, Greyhound Racing at the Meadows. We've already heard from Corey Smith and his punters punning club, and I'm hopeful we've got a few winners on this nice little 12-race Metropolitan program. Race number one to kick it off, I'm going with number seven, Aston Reiner. I just think has nice early speed, can go forward, get into a good place and be hard to beat. Race number two, thought this was a pretty hard race. Uh, the Reds got a lot of speed, Dusty Lena, at least of late. I think that might be the key, using box number one, getting out in front and trying to control the race. Just keep a close eye on number three, well-bred in the Greeno kennel as well after a, a seventh and then a fall in the last two starts. I'll go with the red Dusty Lynn in race two. Race three, now this is my best bet. Hunters and... And my punters punning club. I'm going number eight, Dusty Burbsky. Look, it's a best bet in the sense I think you need to have more for a place than a win. $10 the win, $40 the place I think is a safe way to play. I think we'll just use box eight. That's the key. Running a nice clean run straight to the outside early and, uh, and be and be thereabouts throughout. Obviously, my Neo and Pazenza are going to be uh, two very, very good chances in the race. But race three, number eight, my best bet on the each way and my punters punting club. Race four, I'm with two, Gypsy Wyong. Race five, I'm with two, Orlando. Race six, I'm going four, keep it black. Stepping up to 600 metres, I think that's the key. Just showing a little bit more early speed. Race seven, it's number one, Hadouken each way. Just a mad railer. I do think Loxton Bale's going to run a bit of a race here, number two. Race eight, it's a tough assignment, this one, but I'm going with one Zara's Ivan. has been on the road for some time and uh, made it through to a semi-final recently of the Million Dollar Chase and also fourth in the Easter Egg. So good form lines, draws the cherry, uh, should be thereabouts. Race number nine, another hard race. I'm going each way with number three, Indy Ghost. Race number 10, Cordius Rico on top here for me. Smash them to win at sale. Just not sure exactly where she's going to get to early, but I'm happy to take that risk on the each way. And then rounding out the uh, night, race 11, I'm with number two, Aston Eleanor. The Garland Kennel are flying at the moment. And the last race 11, I thought this was almost the hardest race of the night, and I'm going the winning form from last week. Uh, on the on the Wednesday meeting about 10 days ago from Aston Houston, who was a little bit too good winning from box four. And it's only going to be advantageous to go from box four down to the cherry in the last. Inside Info. 
Well, it's a little bit of a unique inside info segment for the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast this week, and that's because the trainer we're about to speak to has a runner at the Meadows, but he also has, you could say, a fairly important runner going around at Whitworth Park over the weekend. I speak of Gavin Clifton. He's been good enough to jump on the podcast. And Gav, I think you're live currently in Sydney Airport. How are you travelling? Yeah, going okay, James. Going pretty good, actually. Just landed, waiting to uh, pick up the greyhound from the from the pit place, um, and away we go. We speak of Photo Man. You've made it through to the Million Dollar Chase Final. It's it's a life changing race, isn't it, in New South Wales? And and to be a part of it, what's it what's it been like? Oh, exciting, super exciting. You know, you know, Dave and I, you know, we trained trained together, and oh man, it's been a hell of a week. A million text messages and phone calls from everyone and interviews as you're doing now, James. And um, yeah, no, it's so exciting. It's hard to get any sleep. I tell you, <laughs> it must just be like the, the whole week's just just chaotic, isn't it? You know, the, obviously last week you're going into a, a semi-final with a chance to race then for a million dollars. Were you even confident last week or or what did you think? Because he was drawn a bit awkwardly. Yeah, no, he'd, he'd drawn terrible and Wowshie Fast was on in the four and I said to Dave, well, well, we'll go, we didn't really want to come back unless we drew a good box, but I said we might get a clear enough run with the five Billy Creek being a bit slower out and um, and I thought, oh, well, we might sit on Wowshie's Fast and Run second in the in the consolations, you know, it's twenty five thousand. <laughs> so I said well, we'll be racing for that, and um, yeah, you know, as you put him in the box, and you, and you know, as you know, James, and you let him, and you can sort of see, oh, going going okay, and then you close your eyes because you can't see the the second or so round past the winner post, and I looked up, and you were sitting second and third, and done a fair bit of video form before that, and uh, obviously, well, she's fast, had missed it a little bit, and the three got it, and I said to Dave, if we're sitting second or third. Um, down the back, I said, look out, because we can run over the top of um, both the, the two and the three. And uh, blow me down, there he was, sitting second when I looked up. And, um, oh, boy, <laughs> I'm lucky to still be here. I reckon he'll get a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if he gets the job uh, done tomorrow night, mate? How, how do you think you'll be in the run? Are you are you boxing the dog? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll box the dog. Uh, Dave's going to come up tomorrow night because um, we've got a few runners in tonight at Trelgan. And, um He's going to come up tomorrow afternoon, but I'll do it. everything the same as what we've yeah. done the last two weeks. So I've always flown, flown up the day before, um, settled and stay with my mate Glenn McKinley up here and his, uh, and his beautiful partner, Linda. And, um, yeah, do it exactly the same. So, you know, got to Dave's this morning to pick him up and he was bouncing around and he knows what's going on. Don't worry about that. Mm. Um, yeah, so we'll do exactly the same same process as what we've done the last two weeks and we'll see what happens. And, mate, you've flown him up every time. We hear a lot of people drive the Melbourne to Sydney route. Was there a reason behind the fact you wanted to fly over comparison of driving? Yeah, well, it's a long story, but back in back in January, we brought him up to trial him. Um and I wasn't happy the way he trialled, and he was a bit sore. And I said to Dave, oh, you know, I want to get him home quick and let's sort him out. So we flew home. Um, never even thought about it because I drove up here, and I flew home, and he wasn't right. And I said to, I said to Dave, well, okay, we just won't go for the derby because um, we're only trialling for the derby. Uh, we'll give that, give that a miss, and he had to have a break for six weeks anyway. Uh, and then uh, Glenn Kinlay, who I'm staying with, he got another dog well, was racing the Meadows tomorrow night, um, Pazenzia. And I said, he's going good enough to get, have a shot at this derby and he's old enough. Um, so we put him on the plane and brought him back up and he had no luck from the box eight. Um, but anyway, and then and then we drove, and then I drove my car home with him in the back. But but the the insight was the fact that he actually, uh, photo man, flew home, um, beautiful on the aeroplane. And I said to Dave, this dog's just, uh, he's, he's, you know, he's, just uh, taken to flying like you wouldn't believe in the aeroplane. So just lays down like a gentleman and, and um, 
So I said, oh, well, next time we'll just fly him up and away we go. So, you know, the flight for me is 100 bucks, and the flight for the dog's 250 yeah. Um So, you know, you take into account the, the cost of uh, fuel and all the rest of it and the stress of driving, um, it's just not worth it. I can have him out of Dave's kennel and into, into Glenn's kennels in, in 60 hours or so, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's sorted and it's relaxing all the day before, so... Terrific. Well, mate, it sounds like a plan that's working. Good luck with uh, with him tomorrow night. In the run, there's obviously plenty of class in the million-dollar chase. It's not an easy race to win, but I think you've drawn well. Down near the inside, how do you see the race uh, playing out before we get on to, uh, to Pazienza going around at the Meadows tomorrow? Yeah, I agree with you, James. I, you know, I was pretty happy with the draw. Um, the check's a little bit slower out than the others, um, and and obviously Shields of Pearl's the one to beat. It's a superstar, isn't it? Let's face it. Um but, you know, anything can happen in a big race. And I reckon, but I do think we'll get a nice run um, through to the first turn. If we're sitting second or third, then we're a good chance to run a place, I reckon. And, uh, yeah, the heart will be pumping again, probably, if I'm pretty close. <laughs> well, mate, you uh, you didn't think you could win last week and you won. So we wish you uh, wish you all the best with uh, with hopefully the same result, mate. I think the whole of Victoria uh, will be cheering loudly for Photo Man and the Million Dollar Chase. So good luck there. <laughs> Turning our attention now to the Inside Info segment on this podcast where we look for a runner who's going around at the Meadows on a Saturday night and we try and get the inside word. Now, there's probably not much inside word because it's all there on the form guide for Pazienza. Last four starts, bang, 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 bang. Has won four on the bounce, absolutely flying. Uh, lobs into a grade five final with a runner in the million-dollar chase on the same night. I'm not sure you're too interested in this one, Gav, but uh, <laughs> my goodness, he, he's going well and he looks a big chance as well. Yeah, he's going for a picket fence, uh, Pazenzia. Um, but, oh, boy, oh, boy, it's a hard race. It's probably the hardest race he's been in the last four or five starts with, with the red, um, my Neo on the inside. And it's it's obviously got the speed and, and it ran the quickest last week and it's drawn the red. Uh, having said that, anything can happen in a greyhound race, as you know. Um, he's drawn box five, which is not going to worry him too much because um, he does begin, he's been beginning pretty good. And 5.07 last week was good. And he actually did troll um, a bit quicker than that. So um, we'll see what happens. Well, mate, that's what we want to hear. Early speed is the key to winning races. If you can go quicker than yeah. 5.07, you, you've got to be in yep. with, a, with a good chance, mate. Uh, yeah. You're set up, you and uh, Dave, how, how how many greyhounds are you working at the moment? Uh, and, and how, I guess, what's the what's the long-term plan for the kennel? Uh, yeah, we've got, we've got 12 race kennels. Um, they've probably got, we've, I think we've got eight or nine race dogs at the minute and some pups in there that we're bringing through slowly. Um, that's probably enough if you want the truth at the minute. Um, working full-time and Dave's working full-time as well. Um, and I reckon it's probably right on the number to be able to give every dog, um, you know, the opportunities that it needs and the care that they need. Um, any more than that, um, then, then we couldn't probably do it as well as what we're doing. I reckon we're doing a fair job so far. So, um, yeah, well that, that's probably where it's at. 12 is enough at the minute. Well, mate, you might be flying uh, literally in Sydney uh, tomorrow night with a million-dollar win and then a $12,000 final as well at the Meadows. The uh, the full-time job might get uh, get the sauce after this one, hey? <laughs> oh, don't let the bossy you say that, mate. <laughs> hey, and, and just before I let you go, mate, I think the last time I raced you was in the coursing and you nabbed us in the, uh, the Victorian Oaks. That was, what, two yeah. or three years ago. Since then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm battling yeah. to win a race at Hillsville. You're going for a million dollars. Things have changed, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about that, mate. There's a fair bit of luck involved in racing, as you know, buddy. But if you look after them properly and do all the right things, 
um, you know, you're as good a chance as anyone, I reckon. Yeah, 100%, mate. Well, good luck. Uh, we're cheering for you in Sydney. We're cheering for you at the Meadows as well with Pazienza or Pazenza. I'm not sure how you went with the pronunciation, mate, but either way, <laughs> photo man's easier, so we'll just cheer for both. <laughs> <laughs> good on you, James. Thanks for that. Well, that was a jam-packed show full of talent. I speak of Corey Smith and, and Gavin Clifton, who have been good enough to join us on the podcast. Well, That wraps up a big edition. Hope you've enjoyed it. Until next time, punters, you know what I say. Safe travelling, happy punning, enjoy the weekend, and go photo man and the million-dollar chase. 